there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hi, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. Today on the show, if you've been sick with this coronavirus and you recover, are you safe? Or could you get it again? So to get to the bottom of this question of whether people who recovered from this virus can get sick again, I called up Kirsty Short, a virologist from the University of Queensland. She's currently studying the coronavirus, and she's also one of my old pals from Australia. Hello. 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 How are you? Good, good. We can hear the birds in the background. Can you see them from where you are? (laughs) Uh, let me have a look out my window. What have I got? I've got a bush turkey, which is a weird, um, ugly thing that doesn't make any noise. And I've got a kookaburra. Oh, I'm so jealous. A kookaburra. Yep. <laughs> um, I saw a pigeon today. <laughs> okay. So the first thing we wanted to talk to Kirsty about was why, generally speaking, we don't get sick with the exact same virus over and over again. So one of the first things your immune system does when it fights a viral infection is start making these little proteins called antibodies. And we've been hearing a lot about antibodies in the news. So let's dive in and really understand how they work. It helps to picture them. Yeah, so, I mean, antibodies themselves, they essentially look like a Y. You can imagine them like a person holding their arms up doing a Y, as in YMCA. Okay, so say you have a virus entering your blood. Producer Meryl Horn talked to Kirsty about what happens next. You have the virus going around. The antibody sees the virus and the two arms of the wide bind to the virus. Kind of sounds like lots of little hugs. Um, I mean, I don't know if I'd call it hugs. Okay, so it's not exactly a hug. Rather, these antibodies grab onto the virus. And when they do that, the virus can't infect cells. Now, while the antibodies' little arms are grabbing onto the virus, it's also alerting other immune cells who are like... Saying, hey, this is a virus, quickly let's destroy this. And they'll basically engulf that virus. So they'll literally eat the virus and destroy it. See, immunology is badass. (laughs) (laughs) Ultimately, the virus dies. And Kirsty says, we win the battle. I mean... That's how you've got to think of your immune response fighting viruses. It's all a battle. It's all a battle. So that's how our immune system wins the battle. And here's how we win the war. The war against future infections. You see, some antibodies stick around, hiding away in your blood. They will persist in your body. So that means if you're re-exposed to the virus, these cells are already in place. These antibodies are literally lying in wait for their nemesis, that one virus, to come back. And if it does, these antibodies kick into gear. Your body starts making more and more and more of them until they destroy the virus, before you've had a chance to get really sick again. So... That's how your body typically uses antibodies to fight infections. But the big question is, does this virus follow the rules? Many of us have heard stories about people seeming to get sick again straight after they got better. 
So is this virus different somehow? Well, there are some early promising signs to suggest, no, this virus isn't different. So around the US, labs are looking for antibodies in the plasma of recovered coronavirus patients. They're doing it because they basically want to use it for an experimental treatment for really sick patients. We reached out to two of these labs, including one at Stanford University, and they told us that in testing several hundred patients, they found that virtually all of them had antibodies against this coronavirus. Several preliminary studies have also come out showing that most people who recover are making antibodies. And on top of all that, we have evidence from a very small study where scientists infected monkeys called macaques with this coronavirus. And here's what happened. And what they saw is if they infected these macaques, they got sick, but they eventually recovered. And off from the recovered macaques, they took two and they reinfected them 28 days after the initial infection. So after this reinfection, the two macaques, they didn't really show much signs of the disease. They didn't have any virus replication. They didn't get sick. So that was suggesting that they were protected from reinfection. But amidst all of this, there is a hiccup, one that's been getting a lot of attention. You see, two of the studies that we have seem to be showing that not everyone who gets this coronavirus is pumping out antibodies. Like one study, which just came out, looked at 175 patients a few weeks after they got sick, and around 30% of them had very low levels of the antibodies that they were looking for in the study. And in a handful of patients, the researchers couldn't detect any antibodies at all. Were you surprised to read that? Um, yes and no. I mean, I guess, I guess my, my big consideration with these studies is that they're measuring antibody responses. So that's one arm of the immune response. And we think it's really important, but it's also not the only aspect of your immune response. I like that you said that like a, like a proud parent. Like you were like, you're very important, but there are siblings that also well, matter. You don't want to offend anyone. You know, it's, um, people dedicate their lives to studying antibodies. Antibodies are very important, but they're not the only aspect of your immune response. Kirsty says that while antibodies tend to get all the attention with their Y shape and their cute hugging thing, which isn't actually a hugging thing, There's a bunch of other pieces to our immune system that play an important role in whether you can get sick again and again and again. Like, there's these cells that are basically assassins. They can find and destroy viruses that they've seen before. It's something called a killer T-cell, which, funnily enough, is actually Dr. Anthony Fauci's DJ name. Killer T-cell. Another reason that we might not have to worry about these people who seem to have very low levels of antibodies is that we know that typically when people get reinfected with viruses, their body makes more antibodies. It's like they see the virus and then call in the fighters so their antibody count could bump up again. To me, it doesn't suggest any point of concern yet to say that, oh my gosh, we're going to keep getting reinfected and we're never going to get rid of this pandemic. I don't think that that's what this study is implying. It's more that, okay, it's not as black and white as you get infected, therefore you get a very high antibody response. Okay, so far so good. But then 
how do you explain these stories that people are hearing of someone having this virus, recovering, getting a negative test to prove it, but then later getting a positive test? It's confusing, right? To understand all about that, you've got to listen to our full episode on this. That's over at Science Versus. Just search for Science VS in Spotify and follow the links to our episode, Coronavirus, Can You Get It Twice? I'm Wendy Zuckerman. Fact you next time.